who, in your mind, who's the starting other guard? First of all, did you say Obre Jr.? Come on, bro. It's Obre Jr. Man, get it together. First of all, you got to get the names right. Okay. You get your names right say. for all these stats well, you do? first you of all, right? you know, Anthony wants the big, everyone's got the big three. Anthony wants, like, the big ten. <laughs> five. Five would do. Just give me a starting five. What do you, what do you think, like, Okay, you know? okay. All right, stop the shenanigans. <laughs> all of a sudden. What's cracking, everybody? Welcome to the Matter of Stats podcast. It's your boy George, Kobe, Cali, the man of a million names. Uh, we had a crazy weekend in uh, combat sports, so I thought we'd jump on the pod real quick and uh, do a little recap of uh, some of the fights that we had this past weekend. Joining me today, I got my boy Bryson Smith. He's one of my boys, you know, we used, used to kick it out, play some ball, you know, but he, he's since relocated to the San Diego area, is that correct, Bryson? Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, all right. So we're going to talk some uh, uh, some fight game. Uh, hey, we got a new UFC welterweight champion. What's going on? Leon Edwards uh, defeated Kamaru Usman. W- what's your take on the fight? Man, that, that fight was crazy. Um I mean, he was getting dominated, to be honest. It, pretty much the entire fight from about a minute into the first round all the way through to the big-ass knockout that hurt around the world. It was <laughs> domination, but, I mean, that's why you fight. You still got to throw the hands, and all it takes is one. And as you've seen, shit, all it took was one, and it ended everything. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. He was he was getting dominated. Um, it was going to be, you know, a, 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 a points or a decision Tight yep. fight, and then uh, you know, out of nowhere, he got he got he got the head kick and uh, laid Usman out. Um, so that that is crazy. Um, you know, do you think he he is a a top dog in the UFC as far as uh, you know, you know, big fighters? I think, and I'm gonna be completely honest here. I think he's there's you know there's a tier system when it comes to the fight game, and he's not he's not top tier. He's not as good as Usman. He's not as good as uh, some of the other champs. Mm-hmm. But he will beat. He will beat ninety five percent of the people they put in front of him. Really? Uh, if he, you know, they put Usman in front of him again. I think Usman runs straight through him. I think. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's gonna play games with the kid anymore. I think he realizes that the dude is a threat, so he's gonna turn his game up. He's gonna run straight through him. But if you put him against um, any of the other regular, in the regular contenders, you know, anybody from rank three through ten, he's probably gonna beat those guys. But he's not going to beat the top guys again. I don't, I don't see it happening. Right, right. It's interesting that you say that because um, when I looked at it, it, it is like a, a, if they were to fight again, it would be a rubber match. It would be the third time they fought, right? Right. Which I, is a whole other conspiracy, but yeah. <laughs> well, well, go ahead with it. What's up, what's up with the conspiracy? What's happening? I mean, me being in the in the sports betting world and and seeing how the trends go, uh, USC is infamous for you know they want to build these stories up, make as much money as possible, uh, get all the money that they can out of it, and then drop it and, and go on to the next story. To me, it sounds like it's another story. They fought once, Usman dominated them, fought again, Usman should have won, got got the crazy ass head kick that hurt around the world, got knocked out, mm-hmm. set up the perfect fight three, sets up a lot of big money to be made. And sets up, but Usman wins, walks out, and, and then go fights the next person, i.e. maybe Conor McGregor comes back. We'll get there when we get there, but yeah. Yeah, that, that was crazy. Yeah, he was he was doing the little uh, Conor McGregor strut at the end of yeah. the fight, you know? <laughs> what you th- what'd you think of that? You know, Con- Conor McGregor responded, you know, I think on ESPN or whatever, and... Uh, 
you know, he, he was asking who the pound for pound is, you know. Uh, he's he's smart by doing that. I mean, we all know Conor McGregor makes makes a whole lot of money for, for using his mouth and using his body language outside <laughs> of fighting to make money in. By him copying that, just putting him in a whole other world of revenue. And now he's now people are mentioning his name with Conor McGregor, which would never would have happened. Yeah. You know, yeah. Conor McGregor comes back to fights. Now you know there's going to be that that storyline that's built behind it. It's, it's all you know. It, it makes sense, and he's very smart for doing it. Yeah, I mean, when I saw it, I kind of thought, like, he was calling Conor McGregor out, but at the same time, like, you know, it kind of looked like it was almost more like, a, you know, an ode to him, like, almost something that, like, you know, he's showing the appreciation. Like, what do you think? Is, is it a call-out, you know? Do you, is Leon Edwards calling out Conor McGregor? I don't see it as a call-out, because I don't think he wants that smoke, to be honest. Ooh, but, <laughs> but I do, I think it's a it's a respect thing. Okay. At the same time, it's a everybody knows that walk. If he would have done something else, nobody's gonna know what it is. He would have to keep doing it, keep doing it to order to build up, or to make its own reputation. He basically stole his reputation from by doing that. Oh man! So now, now anybody that doesn't know the fight game that wasn't you know tuned in three or four years ago when McGregor was doing it, and they see him doing it now, they're thinking of him. They're not thinking of McGregor. Yeah. True. True. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I heard a rumor through the grapevine just because, you know, we hoop sometimes from time to time and, you know, you know we texting each other. I heard you won some money, though. Did you win some money on this fight this past weekend? Uh, I did. <laughs> you put, so, so let me, so, so I'm curious. You put money on Edwards? I, I put money on Edwards of the knockout. Wow. Now, did I believe it was going to happen? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew the only way he was going to win was a flash KO. There were, he, he's, was going to be outclassed in every aspect of the sport. I already knew that. Usman's just a way better fighter than him. So, but at the end of the day, it is fighting, and anybody can get knocked out at any time. Yeah. So the smart bet was Edwards might get might get lucky and catch one, and exactly what happened. Damn, that's so, crazy. Yeah, and he was eating pizza in the club <laughs> after. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. That is crazy. Okay, so also on Saturday was um, you know another fight, uh, a boxing fight. Uh, Alexander Usyk versus uh, Anthony Joshua. Um, Usyk took the first fight and took all the belts. And Joshua, who is a huge name in boxing, um, you know, was was trying to take him back. But you know, he was going to have to do something special, and uh, you know, didn't didn't quite get the win. Did you happen to catch the fight or no? I didn't catch the fight, but I did, you know, watch the highlights and do my research that I always do because I you know I bet on everything. Okay. And I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I. I kind of seen it happen. I'm not a big fan of Anthony Joshua, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I'll agree with you. Like I, I just don't as good as he as everybody else thinks he is. Yeah, I, I, I'll agree with you on that because I definitely don't feel like he has the. Uh, you know, I mean, he he's a good technical boxer. He's got the the build. You know, he he looks like a Greek god. He's out there like you know, uh, you know, putting it on dudes. But I mean, I I think personally, um, I think him versus uh, Tyson Fury would be a better fight, be a better match. Um, that'll be something fun to watch. The two Goliaths, uh, Anthony Joshua, I think is six six, six seven. Uh, Tyson Fury is like six nine. You know, that that'll be a fun 
slobber knocker like you know these guys will go at it but yeah Usyk he's 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 a little bit smaller he's like 6'1 6'2 maybe a little bit more technical of a fighter for a guy like Anthony Joshua to face and um, yeah it just it didn't go his way and you know uh, I don't know if you saw but Anthony Joshua like threw the belts outside of the ring and was all frustrated and pissed off and you know that's that's kind of crazy for for um, on the highlights and then I thought something else I was interested in that kind of went with the mindset of what Anthony Joshua did. Um, before the fight, he had tweeted out, I think it was maybe two or three days before the fight, he had tweeted out something uh, along the lines that if Usyk if was a right-handed fighter, then I would be able to beat him. Yeah, and yeah. To me, it, to me, that just sounds like you're you're making up excuses. You're ma- you know? Yeah, you're making up excuses, exactly, because Usyk is a southpaw. He's a southpaw, he's a lefty, and, uh, you know, you got to be able to train and uh, beat both, both types of fighters, you know, so... Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. When I seen that, I was like, man, this dude's freaking like a baby. You know, you're, you're finding a way out of the fight before you can get into the fight. Yeah. That way, that way if you lose, you have a, you know, you have your way out, or I told you guys I'm not a good at right hand. You know what I'm saying? It's, it just looks soft. Yeah. It sounded soft. And to me, he's always been like, he, he might look like a Greek guy, like you said, and he's like built up, and he, but he's, I call him, I mean, you might not be using your pocket, but I call him light skin. That's soft shit. He just looks, you don't have no dog in him. <laughs> Yeah, he he definitely doesn't have that dog. Uh, I think uh, Wilder definitely has that dog in him. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it, that's the thing though. Like Wilder does have that dog in him, but it's almost like if Wilder had like the technical prowess that maybe AJ has, like that would be like the perfect kind of like fighter. Look at Muhammad Ali. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> looking at a Tyson. If that was the case, if he had the dog and the skill and the technicality behind it, you're looking at all time greats. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, man, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Tyson Fury is talking about coming back, uh, coming back out of retirement after only uh, I think he retired like three days ago, four days ago. And he's ready. <laughs> Tyson Fury is ready to come back and uh, you know fight uh, against uh, some of the the big heavyweights, and we'll see what happens. But yeah. um, I, thought I thought they were gonna because you know I me, mean, I'm big on the conspiracy. I thought I thought Joshua was gonna win, even though um, Usyk's the better fighter, just to build up that Fury. Um, Joshua fight even more. Yeah, 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 for sure. Lost. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, but I just, I kind of thought that was the way it was gonna go, the way it was trending. For sure, for sure. And uh, uh, Deontay Wilder has a fight coming up here soon against uh, uh, Hellenius. I think is, is the guy's name. I've seen him fight before too. He's a, he's a good fighter, but Wilder's expected to beat him, and uh, then maybe we'll see Wilder versus Joshua in in the mega fight that everybody wants to see. Um, but you know, time will tell. We'll see what happens. That 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 fight's probably like three or four years now in the making, and right. you know, we'll see what happens. You know, so. Uh, but before I let you go, Bryson, uh, we talk a little bit of Lakers on this podcast, so I want I, I <laughs> I'm just curious, you know, to to hear what your thoughts are on the Lakers this upcoming season, the 2022-23 season. Um, do, do you think the Lakers get to uh, maybe the playoffs or the NBA Finals, or what's your prediction on them? The Lakers will be back in the playoffs. Okay. I I can almost 100% guarantee you that. There's no way LeBron and Westbrook, and even even if AD's there, are not missed playoffs two years in a row. Damn. Don't see don't see it happening at all. Whatever they got to do to fix it, I feel, I feel like it will get fixed. Even if they sneak in on the playing game and sneak past, I just don't see them missing it two years in a row. Really? Will they be a threat? Uh, don't know. <laughs> uh, I think they, I don't know. Somebody's got to step up. 
somebody outside of Westbrook, um, LeBron, and Anthony Davis has to step up. Somebody's got to take over. So I think I think they need a six man of the year. Six man of the year. Well, well, is think, is Westbrook even going to be there? That's another good question. I, I don't. See <laughs> going, I don't see anybody else taking him. Now, if if I'm running a team, I love Westbrook. That's my boy. That's always my boy since yeah. him and Derrick Rose got drafted together. Yeah. I, I picked Westbrook over Rose. You know the world like Rose, and I see why. But uh, he got hurt, and that's a story for another day. But. <laughs> I mean, I don't see anybody else taking him unless you want to go back to OKC. That's true. Very true. I mean, uh, yeah, I think that was a deal. Like, send Westbrook all the way back to Oklahoma City. Yeah, if they want to send him all the way back to OKC, and then OKC's not going to get rid of anybody. So they can take a draft pick or two. Yeah. And then that's pretty much it. Because his, his value, which I, I think he's still you know, top three, top five point guard, but his value has gone through, you know, it, it tanked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he's bounced around a little bit from Houston to Washington to now to us, and you yeah. know, it's 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 crazy to see you know w- you know his transition from all these different scenarios. But what do you think about uh, KD and uh, Kyrie? You know, they got they got some problems brewing over there in uh, in in Brooklyn, and we're trying to get Kyrie. So, do you think uh, Ky- Kyrie and KD start the year in Brooklyn, and uh, maybe figure out something with Ben Simmons over there, and see what happens there? I think they start the year off together. I don't see them making it through the trade line together. Oh, okay. So the trade deadline, you think something's happening I there? Think by the trade deadline, one of them's going to be gone. Um, I don't think they'll get rid of Kyrie, though. I think, I think Durant is going to be the one to go. And why do you say that? Uh, I think Durant's been more vocal about really, like, I don't want to be here. It's either, it's either fire Nash, get rid of the GM, or get rid of me. Um, as all the reports that I've seen, yeah, Kyrie's kind of been like his Robin to you know Katie's Batman. He's like, well, if he wants to go, I want to go too. But if he doesn't want to go, then I'm chilling, you know. And yeah. he's not really vocalizing like, get me out of here. Yeah, he's like I would, I would love to play somewhere else, but if I'm here, then whatever, I'm here. Katie's like, I'm not playing. <laughs> Yeah, and and that and and that's kind of like that's kind of the crazy thing. I I, I just want to get your quick take on that because we talked about this last week on the podcast, which was KD is the kind of guy that he he's a hooper. He wants to just ball. He wants to play. You know, um, but at the same time, he's in he's in the middle of this uh, drama with uh, you know Joe Sy, the the Nets owner, and uh, no one's ever seen him just say, "Hey, I don't want to play." You know, so do we think he plays or does he not play next season? You know. I think he plays, but I think KD, he will, like, we know Kevin Durant at any point in time can go for 30 points, nine rebounds, and seven assists all, all season long, any point in time. Yeah. I think if he doesn't want to play, we're going to see a smooth 15 points from Kevin Durant. And he's going to see lackluster performance. He'll give you 15. He'll take the game winning shot. Maybe give you 20, but we're not going to see no 50-point game. We're not going to see him take over and put the team on his back. Because he just doesn't want to do it. He's like he seems like if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. So it's a it's a disgruntled KD, you think? Yeah, like I'll play <laughs> for you, but I don't want to play, so I have to play. So I'll give you 15 points. I'll I'll complete my minimum. I, I told you I'll average this. I'll do that, but you're not going to see me take over no games. And on the big games, you're not going to see me try hard. I don't see. I just I I feel like he's that type of person. Remind me of myself. Remind me of myself. I do what I want to do, and if, I don't, if it's not what I want to do, you're not going to get my full effort from me. Uh, I might be childish, but hey, I am who I am. 
I, I've seen it out on the courts of a first-hand witness right here. <laughs> hey, we appreciate it, Bryson. Thank you for coming on the podcast and, uh, you know, uh, talking a little bit of USC, MMA, boxing, and basketball. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, everybody, make sure you follow us on the, uh, on the IG. Make sure that you uh, go like us on Apple, on Spotify. We appreciate all the love, and uh, we'll catch you uh, next week. Peace. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, man.